You know what that means. You know what that song means. It's time for the only Viper podcast that you need. The podcast dedicated to the rap to the rapper Viper with DJ Salad and Professor Bussy back with another episode. Professor Bussy, welcome. What is what is up, Vibe Nation? How's that going? Yo, it's Vibe your boy, Nation. Professor Bussy. Yeah. Well, last week we were we're we're, we're continuing our guide to Viper's legendary discography of about 1000 albums but you know he's the ultimate hustler and as hustlers ourselves we got to respect the ultimate hustler that's right and you know what this is honestly the perfect time to be going over viper because you know what it's we're getting pretty close to white boy summer and i honestly i feel like viper is going to come out with a song of hashtag white boy summer Yo, imagine if he collabed with Chet. Yo, who do we got to who do we got to call to get my man Chet Hanks on a Viper album? What the hell? Come on. You know what? I'll vape to that. I'll fucking vape to that. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you know, we can talk about our our Viper. Oh shit! Did you hear that? (laughs) Yo, someone celebrating White Boy Summer. They heard, and they wanted to shout us out. They wanted to get in on the pod because they know that this is the only place where you can get reliable Viper content. Right? Yeah, I'm over. I'm over here with my uncle, and I've just been telling him all about Viper, and he wants to know more. Isn't that right? Yeah, and he's over there nodding and shit. He can't really talk right now. He's um he's eating some CBD edibles, so he's kind of distracted. Oh, hell yeah, man. I wish I had some CBD edibles with me right now because that would have put me in such a, a chiller mood, just like how Viper would want. I also heard That's your right. uncle was uh, was uh, trying to like get himself into the Hornus of Death uh, mentality. Yeah, yeah, he's <clears throat> he's putting himself in the Hornus of Death. Honestly, send your prayers up for uh, for my uncle. He's uh, he's going into the, the Thawd War. You know what? You know what? No, 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 no prayer. No prayers needed. We're going to send, we're going to, we're going to vape to that. We're going to vape to your uncle. That's right. Vapes up y'all. And oh God, if you're listening to this podcast, we assume that you know everything you need to know about Viper and the Hornets of Death. But I mean, for those scrubs that are just listening in and have no idea what, who Viper is, could you, could you go over um, what the Hornets of Death is again? Oh man. So the Hornets of Death, it's, um, it's really a way of life that's been initiated by Viper, where basically he he encases himself in this harness, and he uses this harness to essentially just kind of repent for his past sins. Um, he just straps in and he goes on like a life journey. Um, sometimes it's a life plateau or maybe even a life task. And Viper will usually just announce, he will announce a new life journey um, in which he enters the hornus of death. And um, he just stays in it as long as he can. And whenever he takes it off, you know, that, and puts it back on, that's when the, the life journey resets. And he's been at this for, I don't know, he's, he's been through several, several of these life tasks um, since maybe... Maybe 2016. I think I think he was really preparing in 2016 for the 
the bad vibes that everyone was going through. Yeah, yeah, and that's why, man. Whenever we talk about this, I just, I just get so emotional because I'm, I'm so thankful for Viper and and what he does, and and just so thankful for the ultimate hustler. Absolutely, he really is the ultimate hustler. I'm gonna vape to that right now. Well, I get myself together. The vapes, the vapes help me. The vapes help me. Yeah. Ooh. Damn, that's, that's that's crispy. Oof. All so right. I put a little, little bit, a little bit of CBD oil in this vape. Yeah, so exactly. I uh, might might be a little bit faded. <laughs> hey, he would want us to be faded. Absolutely. For this episode, because we're going to talk about one of his most revered albums. I, I, they're all revered. I mean, come on. There's there's a whole bunch of those classic albums where his face is on there and this horrible fucking uh, photo of him on the front. You know, you, you you know it all. You all cowards don't even smoke crack. And what's what's the other one? Uh, Heartless Hoodlum. Uh, the Paper Man, where he's just on the left side of the album just shirtless and has what appears to be like a, a water background. I don't know, but you, you know, this period, it's definitely not the period where he has, you know, almost naked women on all of his covers and, you know, graphic design is his passion. It's definitely not one graphic of those albums. really is his passion on. He's such a visionary. He, he, like, I, I, you know, he, I, I wouldn't like doubt if he just dips his toe in all walks of life, whether it be graphic designer or um a con artist but you know he really is just he's just hustling out there and you just gotta respect the hustle but for this podcast we're gonna talk about the the hiram clark hustler and which is oh man i can't what what album is this again um, <laughs> like honest is this probably like his 60th album yeah um, that sounds about I right think. that sounds um, about right and we've been taking so long to get through his discography, but you know, you got to pay the hustler the respect he deserves. So that's why, you know, we take so long. We got to go, we really got to go deep into what our man's is saying, what our man's is rapping about. And that's why, that's why, you know, that's why we're the most reliable source of Viper content on the internet. That's right. We are the most knowledge scholars of Viper on the, on the whole wide web. On the deep, dark, intellectual web. You can fucking quote me on that, too. Yeah. All right, so we're going to talk about the Hiram Clark Hustler, however the fuck you say it. I honestly don't know how to say Hiram. Hiram? Doesn't matter. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about all the fucking great tracks on here. We're going to talk about all the symbolism. We're going to talk about how you need an IQ higher than 500 to understand Viper's lyricism. And we're just going to vibe. We're going to... You hear that? It's my vape. Hitting it. Ultra, ultrasonic speeds. We're just going to vibe out. That's right. We are going to just dive into this absolute banger of a record. And you know what? We'll even draw some through lines from this record to maybe some of your more uh, contemporary, more normy music that you might hear nowadays. That's right. That's right. Because like it or not... The normie hip hop artists, they can't they can't not draw from Viper. Honestly, Viper, we know created hip hop. He created music. And you just you just can't not talk about hip hop unless you talk about Viper. And all of these posers, you know, I, I, I listen to real hip hop, and by that I just I only listen to Viper. Um 
which is why my IQ is so high. And, uh, you know, you, 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 you got to really appreciate the craft here. Yeah, honestly. So the Hiram Clark Hustler is such a, it's so good on so many different levels. There's so much imagery and it really is probably his magnum opus. And it's really fitting that he named his magnum opus this because for those of you who are uninitiated, the Hiram Clark, uh, it's actually, it's uh, a name for a place in Houston. And it's also a road near where um, Viper spent most of his life. And so he really calls back to his childhood and he shouts out just so many people in this album where he's kind of uh, these people that he's kind of grown up with and grown apart from, but still kind of keeps with him. Um, so even though he's out out there just just moving mountains of industry, he's he's still able to uh, remember his humble roots. I think that's why that's what initially drew me to this album, you know, just like that nostalgia. It's like I, I'm, I'm remembering an era that I didn't live through, but I knew that Viper lived through and it just makes me so emotional. And, and again, it gives me that nostalgia that I don't think any other piece of music or movies or television shows or even my own memories give me. Yeah. It's like that ASMR shit where it's like, like you can't see it ASMR cause it's sound, but it like paints the picture with like the fucking words and shit. So it's really like, such a testament to uh just audio art and shit you know i feel like i fuck with that but like asmr also stole from viper and and you know is not giving viper credit but like i'll give you that yeah yeah i can i can see what you're talking about there oh Um, our listeners know what i'm talking about when i say that asmr stole from viper but we won't get into it this episode maybe next week we'll get into it because i I really want to get into the Hiram clark hustler yeah, yeah, definitely. Tune into the Patreon episode, uh, and we'll have an episode on it on our premium episodes. Yeah, make sure to visit our Patreon. Make sure to visit our Instagram and our Twitter and our Facebook and our Google Plus and our MySpace to get those updates. And uh, we'll 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 talk about how AS not only ASMR but everything else, every every media you consume stole from Viper. That's right. I, I also really like, so, you, you know, building off of your point about how he is talking about all his past and everything that he came from, I really like how he sort of just acts like he is a beginning rapper and producer because, man, just, just like the way that he starts song in media res and then just ends songs like the song isn't even over makes it seem like he's an amateur artist but you know we obviously know that he's not he's just pretending to be one and i think that's that's really humbling and it's honestly an artistic vision that blew me away when i first heard this album it's like he doesn't know how to make music and and like out of nowhere the production like it's just like his audio boosts like out of nowhere and it scared the shit out of me when i first heard it. it took me aback and for whatever fucking reason, Viper sounds like he moves closer to the mic and he didn't EQ it in it. But he left it in for artistic purposes. You know, I, I really was confused when I got the disclaimer saying that the production was intentionally left like that to preserve Viper's original vision. But, you know, after that first song, I really got it. Yeah, I, you know, I really like he, he's got like this sort of meta of how he produces his tracks where you might notice that some samples that he uses are kind of familiar. And you'd, you'd be right. He samples, he, he re, he's like a Kanye West of sampling, but 
really Kanye West stole from him. Yeah, of course. Because um, people say that Kanye is the king of sampling, but really it's it's Viper. Um, yeah. And what Viper does is he literally takes his samples and puts like flips them on their head. Um, a lot of a lot of his beats are produced from samples from other tracks, but the reverse. And it's like it says so much. It, it's you know you could say that he's literally putting the game on its head. Um, oh, I didn't even think of he, that. He's like, um, or maybe even directing rival producers' words back at them as a challenge to say like, like I'm po- I'm pointing your daggers back at you. What the fuck are you gonna do about it? I'm Viper. Whoa, like an unintentional diss track, maybe? No, it's it's intentional. It's a hundred percent intentional, but it's just so it's so meta and like so highbrow that your average listener in your even your average producer wouldn't catch it. Damn, that fucking blew my mind. I didn't even think of that. Hold on, give me a second. okay all right i just i just need to take a quick hit or two um to process that but yeah no i I see what you mean and i get it and the the information's still processing so i'll probably you know i'll I'll get it eventually like 100 percent. but yeah yeah i completely agree yeah and you know speaking of so speaking of other shit um that people just steal from viper um i kind of want to talk about a couple of these tracks because i had a couple things in mind um so the first first thing i want to bring up is that um there's a couple of tracks in this album with features right yeah so um we've got um you got your uh you got your gat featuring cobra and then we've got um quick blast featuring diamondback and you'll see that diamondback is spelled die like d-i-e um yeah that's so and deep. I'll, I'll bring up i'll bring up real quick that these uh two features are also uh snake names um but i really want to get into who these features are because they're not actually different people per se they sound a little bit funny they kind of have like a different pitch to them um almost unworldly or maybe even um demonic maybe not demonic but like definitely um like not of this world. Scary. Yeah. And so those are actually um those are actually Viper, both of those features. What? Yeah. Yeah, they're both Viper. He just like changed his voice. Um and he's he's doing this really cool narrative trick uh where he's just got he's got he's got alter egos, which I think is fucking crazy. And so there's this other rapper, you might have heard of him, uh Tyler the Creator. Um never heard of him. Okay, so he's like one of these more normie rappers um mm. or artists. And basically, um, he just totally stole this bit from Viper. Um, he's got Tyler, the creator, has got this alter ego named Wolf Haley. I mean, you'll notice that it's um, also another animal name, Wolf. Um, we got Viper, like, and all these other snake names. Oh, come on! It's no, it's no coincidence that it's like that they're animals. Come on! Um, or that these alter egos are animals. This is what I hate um, about the current state of the hip hop industry. They just just take everything from Viper and it's just, it gets me so mad. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And get this, get this. It's the same bit. And also Wolf Haley is also pitched down. Oh my God. Just like, just like Cobra. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hate listen to Tyler tonight. <laughs> 
and write write a, a, a blog post on my WordPress site, just how much yeah. I hate Tyler Creator and how much the, the hip hop industry steals from Viper. Yeah. But you know, we 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 got this album now. Well, actually, I did notice because okay, sometimes sometimes I delve into the world of normie rap. Right. Mm. And, and sometimes I hear uh, an artist by the name of Playboy Cardi, which like people say that he like invented music, that he perfected hip hop or whatever. I don't I don't know. I'm not paying attention. Um, but I, 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 I put on a couple of of uh, Playboy Cardi tracks, Playboy Cardi B. And I, I noticed the similarities between his music and Vipers because obviously Cardi stole from Viper, but. It's it's so hypnotic and dreamy, and and there's even a song off of his Diglett album, uh, where like they reverse the the the, the sampling and, and the production seems like so like scary and, and and I will say demonic, um, but I was just like, damn, this is exactly what what Viper build his career on. This is why he hustles, and, and they're too busy stealing his work, and. This is why this is why he hustles, and I'm just I'm I'm over here shaking my head, listening to this play by Cardi, and and uh, I don't know. It's just why do why do they gotta steal from our boy? Yeah, oh, there's a bunch of fucking clout sharks and clout chasers. Exactly, fucking hate it. Exactly. Another thing that you know Viper goes into, and another thing that you know a chapter that I I, I read from frequently from uh, the uh, Viper's Bible, just how many cloud sharks and how many fake people are out there and it's just you always got to be on the lookout man yeah can't trust these fucking sharks exactly but getting back to the getting back to the production on this album you know like i said earlier like it, it, it is hypnotic it is dreamy it kind of lulls you into a, a, a state of like like this dreamlike trance you know and there were like times where I was like able to like sit back and relax and close. Oh, you just hit a vape. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. We encourage you here, but, um, I was able to sit back and relax and it's like, it, it kind of like lulls you into like a deep sleep, you know? And then that's exactly what happened. I fell asleep while listening to this album. And, uh, when I woke up, it was over. So I listened to it again fell asleep again. Um, then I woke up and played it. I just needed to listen to this whole album. But um, yeah, it took me like 23 tries to finish this album, but still really good. Yeah, definitely. I think another awesome track um, from this album is, so I mentioned it a second ago. It's Quick Blast. Get this. So you'll see, if you look at the track list for this album, you'll see that You Got, You Got. It's track four. So it's like one, two, three, four from the beginning. Right. And if you look at Quick Blast, it's like four from the end. So it's like you go bottom up, it's one, two, three, four. Oh. Um, and that one is another alter ego of Viper. Right. Um, honestly, it's just it's so good. They're kind of like bookends if you really think about it. Like the last four tracks are like the end. The first four tracks are like the beginning and the middle is like the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. He's he he's a such a forward thinking, not just producer, not just artist, not just human, but like forward thinking like storyteller. And you know, it's one of those albums where you could just come back to it and you'll discover something new about it. 
Like for instance, you know, I was listening to You Want to See Me Dead Because of My Hops, a classic, a classic Viper track, probably one of his most well-known songs. And, you know, I'm sitting here thinking that like it's about him playing basketball and everyone is jealous because of his his skills but really when you when you think about it when you dig deeper and and when you when you think about what viper stands for it, it really is an attack on the police state and he wants to get his revenge on the the police state and the the police are out to get him everyone's always out to get him and he just he he knows this and he's calling them out because he's not afraid of shit and that's that's just one thing that I admire from him. Um, I admire everything about him, but that's that's one of the main things that I admire uh, about him. Yeah, yeah. So another cool thing that you'll notice about Viper is just absolute just vision. Is you, you might see nowadays a bunch of these artists like uh, like Lana Del Rey or, or whoever using like this lofi sound. Um, mm. Viper actually pioneered that. Um, of course on his on his track for um it's his um track 11 on this album it's called hey maybe one day you'll see me again oh i love um, it so it really it really is just like a an, a true exploration of lofi sound and it's just just most basic form um lofi music's i feel like supposed to be very nostalgic sounding and that's really what we get in this track um Absolutely. It's about it's about an ex of Vipers um, and how about how she tragically died, and it's really about how um, he misses this person and how maybe um, is, is he just kind of talks back to the things he wished happened uh, with this ex, and then um, the uh, the hook he's is just a simple hey maybe one day you'll see me. Um, so um, really talking about. Uh, uh, like an afterlife where he might be reunited with this, uh, with this former love. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really love the hook on that one too. Cause he's, you know, he kind of like put some space in between his words, like, Hey, may be one day, you know, something like that. And, and I, that, that sort of like breathy, like, delivery where he's like struggling to get the words out like that sort of stuff like you hear that a lot now in in hip-hop and he really pioneered that and not only that but like he pioneered the whole um addressing someone you know because eminem you know stole that for like that one stan song and then you know Nas also stole that for uh I think one love off of Illmatic. I don't fucking know, but yeah, he, you just see a lot of the pieces falling into place throughout this album. Yeah. He's such a visionary and a pioneer. But I mean, what can, you know, we say that hasn't been said already about the hero of Clark Hustler. Just go and listen to it guys. Like, come on, this is Viper. Like you need to listen to all of his albums, even though some might have repeat repeats. Um, they will most likely have repeats, but you know, Listen, I feel like that's kind of people criticize Viper for that, but I think it's just another way of him just being a visionary. Because, like, think about it this way: your favorite video games, fucking like RuneScape, Call of Call of Duty, uh, like Call of Duty, uh, yeah, Call of Duty, um, Battle War, and shit. Like, wh- like what keeps that game fresh? They fucking update it. They keep it fresh by updating it weekly, monthly. 
sometimes daily. Um, Viper does the same shit with his music. He's constantly revitalizing it with his just ever evolving and just constantly like 20 steps ahead of the game kind of vision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if if he sees people catching up to his shit, like he'll be like, okay, fuck you. I'm going to redo like 20 of my albums, completely new sound. And um, that'll keep me just consistently years ahead of the game. I think it's smart. He's he's got a hustle, and that's you know that's one of his uh, uh, main talking points. And he again he he uh, practices what he preaches, and you got to respect that. Absolutely, respect the hustle. Respect it, and also you got to think about like man, he obviously he's putting this song back into the album or another album, um, and then think about the added context that adds, you know, like in within that album, it's just like you get to that song and you're just like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, I've heard this song before. But then you think about it in the overarching narrative of that album, and then you probably still don't think that it adds anything, but that's what he wants you to think. He needs you. He requires you to think deeper about the context of that song that he had um, in a previous album and in a previous album before that. And think about the new context, you know, it's just he's just, you know, uh, he's just such a the smartest rapper alive. And he's the smartest rapper that'll ever live. Exactly. When he's dead, he'll still be the smartest rapper alive. That's right. All right. So I think that is enough uh, for the Hiram Clark Hustler. Remember to check our Patreon. Remember to check our Google Plus. Remember to check our YouTubes uh, for more updates. Um, Professor Bussy, you got any last remarks? Hey, maybe one day you'll see me again. I'll fucking vape to that. Vapes out. Vapes out. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out. You really gotta get another outro song. Fuck. <laughs>